letting you know what's going on without going on and on and on. Welcome to a fast-paced way to get caught up on all the day's biggest local stories from News Talk 830-WCCO. This is the All Local. With Wednesday's WCCO All Local, I'm Susie Jones. Today's stories include flood warnings in St. Paul, new data on the use of Minnesota's suicide prevention lifeline, and how a new Twins player is learning to cope with our cold weather. But first, we'll start with an issue at a Twin Cities grocery store where union workers at dozens of Cub food stores will hit the picket lines early Friday morning. The United Food and Commercial Workers Local 663 represents more than 3,000 employees at 33 Cub locations. Union leaders say employees have been working without a contract for about a month after their last contract negotiated in 2018 expired. We want to be treated fairly. We want to be protected. We want to be respected. Union member Jessica Hayson says they have made it through the pandemic and social unrest, and they plan to let their feelings known on Friday. We will be picketing at the UNFI community stores. We will return to work Monday morning with pride and hope to get an agreement on Tuesday the 11th. Cub management says they are disappointed in the strike vote but hope to reach an agreement soon. In case winter wasn't bad enough, we are likely to see more mosquitoes this spring and summer. We're not saying it's going to be mosquito apocalypse. But Alex Carlson with the Metropolitan Mosquito Control District says we are going to see more mosquitoes this year, a little later, though, than usual. With all the snow cover and the colder temperatures, um, the mosquitoes are slowing down and we have not yet found our first larva of the spring, which we usually find around the end of March or early April. He says when they do arrive, it'll seem like there are more of them. We're just going to see more than we have the past two years just because uh, there's been no mosquitoes in 2021 and 2022 just because of uh, the drought conditions. Other factors contributing to the numbers, he says, the snow melt and ground absorption, because as we know, standing water and warm temperatures are a recipe for healthy mosquito hatches. I'm Mark Fry. We have wait lists at all of our sites right now. Our hospital is full and we're just trying to make sure that we're still providing really high quality care. Dr. Chris Walls, vice president at Prairie Karen, says it's a common theme among mental health care providers. He says they can still help through free needs assessments. We know the system, so if the issue isn't as acute, we can work with community partners and help you get into a care setting that might actually be effective still. Due to a lack of mental health professionals in Minnesota, a psychiatric assistance line now allows doctors statewide to call and get advice about how to manage patients seeking mental health services. Mark Fry, News Talk 830 WCCO. The most expensive state Supreme Court election in U.S. history has been decided and it will have large ramifications for the state of Wisconsin. Liberal Milwaukee Circuit Court Judge Janet Protasiewicz has defeated conservative former Justice Daniel Kelly. Protasiewicz's victory will give liberals control of the court for the first time in 15 years. The winner openly ran as pro-choice, very critical of the state's pre-civil war ban on abortion. She also branded Kelly as a right-wing extremist on abortion and other issues. They've chosen to reject partisan extremism in this state. Bruce Marcus, Eagle River, Wisconsin. 
We've all seen those videos of cars racing down the street, tires screeching, doing donuts in the intersection. Now those people who organize and take part in street racing could be charged with second-degree riot, which is a felony because they can be legally considered to be armed with a dangerous weapon, namely their car. The consequences for a felony are, are much bigger than the consequences for a misdemeanor. Hennepin County Attorney Mary Moriarty says the felony charge comes with a possible prison sentence of up to five years and a $10,000 fine. Ultimately, we want everybody to be safe. We don't want anybody participating in these events to be injured or anybody watching the events to be injured. And so we want to deter this kind of conduct, particularly in busy intersections in Minneapolis. We're hopeful that the organizers, now that they know we do have this tool that we can charge them with a felony, um, will be a deterrence to them because the consequences for a felony are, are much bigger than the consequences for a misdemeanor. April 18th is this year's due date to file your taxes since the 15th falls on a weekend. WCCO's Laura Oak spoke with Minnesota Revenue Commissioner Paul Markwart. If you have not filed yet, the best way still to do that is electronically and also to choose direct deposit. That's the most convenient way uh, to get things processed and to get your refund. And usually uh, we're processing refunds at the Department of Revenue in about eight days. So that uh, electronic return comes in, we can get that refund back out in about eight days. Also the filers, you may qualify to get help free of charge to prepare your taxes. And the best way to do that, to see if you qualify, is go to the Minnesota Department of Revenue website. And when you go into search, just put free file. Just put free file into the search, and that will give you all of your options to have your taxes prepared uh, free of charge. I'm Steve Simpson. The potential for spring flooding is prompting the city of St. Paul to call a local flood emergency. Public Works Director Sean Kershaw says he does not believe that the flooding will cause street closures, but that could change if more precipitation falls and the warmth over the next several days causes a lot of the snow to melt. Right now, we're watching it closely, we're watching it daily, and we're beginning the steps to be ready for whatever height it gets to. And if it does get to a point where we have to close streets, we're ready. We've got the traffic um, control uh, procedures in place, and we know exactly what to do. Kershaw says the declaration allows them to coordinate better with county, state, and federal emergency response agencies. It also allows them to apply for any federal reimbursement if a federal disaster is declared. After a couple of pandemic-related delays, the hit Broadway show Hamilton returned to the Orpheum downtown Minneapolis last night. Here's WCCO's Mark Fry with that. Hamilton first took the Orpheum stage in 2018 and was supposed to return in 2020. Not one but two pandemic delays pushed the show back, and last night marked the start of a five-week run at the Orpheum. Anytime you have a show like Hamilton in town and a show that's going to be here through May 6th and give a lot of people the opportunity to experience the best in arts, it's got to be a wonderful night. Mark Nierenhausen is president and CEO of the Hennepin Theater Trust and says Hamilton will draw over 100,000 people to downtown Minneapolis. Downtown is alive. Downtown is vibrant. Downtown is still the place where we come together for events that you can't get anywhere else. And finally, it's always difficult being traded, but it can be even more difficult if you've never played in a cold weather city. 
New Twins pitcher Pablo Lopez told the guys on the sports huddle this weekend that he's still getting used to this new climate in the upper Midwest. I was a little scared coming to Kansas City, but I found that the weather wasn't too bad. So I was, I was, and I told myself this is not too bad. But then someone told me, yeah, but it's 20 degrees colder in Minnesota than it is here. And I was like, oh well, that's something. Then <laughs> there's something called hand warmers. You shake something and it makes your hand warm or something. I, I'm not only seeing it here. So I You'll get to I know them. Very well. We have them all over the place here. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm sure I'm going to learn a lot of things I didn't think I needed in my baseball career. The Twins will open their home schedule Friday at Target Field against Houston. First pitch 310 here on WCCO Radio. Thanks for listening to WCCO's All Local. You can find each day's All Local and all of our podcasts at WCCORadio.com or by downloading the Odyssey app. I'm Susie Jones, News Talk 830 WCCO.